outside that much. I mean, the, the last one was nice. <laughs> Meaning that little background no, hum. I, I'm just saying that this is a reflection of people having a very long Thursday oh. or a very long week, I guess. You know, it gets usually busier in here on Thursdays when it's like closer to the tasting with the breweries and whatnot. But it's been nice though, without without Jazz Fest, because that just brings people to a different part of the city. And, and like it's, our part of the city. <laughs> well, I mean, to the other side of Mid City, and yeah, yeah it's just kind of kind of odd how we would go through these spurts of busy and then just dead, and and it wasn't always consistent. Sure. So it's kind of nice to. So do you have any predictions for Bayou Boogaloo? I will not be attending. <laughs> I can definitely predict that. You know, um, but I mean for the store, because it's like a lot closer to the store. They're anticipating like 16,000 people. It's, and that's kind of why I'm not going. It, seems well, like, it just seems like a, a lot of hot, sweaty people. And well, I've, never, I've never been. I rarely complain about hot, sweaty well, people. Let, let me <laughs> rephrase, rephrase it. Not, Leave the hot out and just sweaty. Um, True. I'm also a redheaded freckle person, so I don't necessarily need to go stand out in the sun. Fair. I've never done it, so that's really why. I, I really just don't know what to expect. I've never been there, and it just seems like a lot of, lot of people. Um, and, and now I can just stare into your eyes. Yeah, well, uh, Dude, how was your week? I haven't seen you all week. They're green eyes. Uh, it was a good week? Bad week? Long week? It wasn't long. I mean, Monday and Wednesdays are kind of off now for me, so that's, okay. those have been very relaxing. Did you say you went out of town? Last week, I went and spent a week with my dad. Oh, that's right. Which was very nice. Yes, that um, is nice. Drank wine and <gasps> went to the casinos often. And I mean, I just want to recall the last time you said drinking wine means you're a wine snob, so just throwing it out there. I think I said, let's leave the snobbery to the <laughs> wine drinkers. Yeah, and which doesn't necessarily classify all of them as wine snobs, but well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get better at wine. I, I, certainly, I'm nowhere near the level on the beer. Well, on that's wine when, as I am with the beer, but that's when we'll get into me making up facts about uh, wine because I actually know no facts about wine. I just um, I know a little bit, but not yeah. enough to really feel comfortable saying I know a lot about it. Um, Let's see here. Mm. All right. Well, I'm kind of excited. About wine? No, our, our second podcast. Oh, our second episode. Our yes. Second episode. So, um, welcome back, everyone. Episode number two of uh, The Bearded Guru. Um, we decided that we'll give it another shot, we'll give it another go. Since we had such a tremendous response, I think we're up to. We have to post it. <laughs> but we're just building content. That's fine. We're just building content. That's, yeah. that's good. We're just building a backstory. That way we can consistently release something, which I think would be good. Absolutely. So um, I will say that uh, oh, my name is Jesse, and Hello, I am a local beer enthusiast, and I'm sitting here with Mr. Patrick Brown. Patrick. Hello. Hello. I am Patrick. I am a. Uh, a big fan of beer, and so this is kind of fun to be able to talk about odd styles and, and random stuff. So, uh, Owner, proprietor of 504 Craft Beer Reserve, we're sitting here live today on a very busy Thursday afternoon, people enjoying their happy hours, 
I'm looking out at the interstate. It is bumper-to-bumper traffic. That looks miserable. And it is a balmy 100 degrees outside. I think everybody should take Tulane Avenue home instead of the interstate. Funnel yourself here where it's happy hour all day. I don't know if it'll get you home quicker. Because if (laughs) if you stop off here, it it can be addictive. Um, So so, I'm going to say today I picked out the beer that we're going to be reviewing um, because... Today is the birthday of the dearly departed Peter Mayhew, a.k.a. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. What a Wookiee! He was once the reigning king of uh, the international crew of Chewbacca's, of which I share a reigning history of. And uh, so today I thought in honor of Chewbacca, we would drink the Sierra Nevada Bigfoot Barley Wine. I'm excited about this. Definitely one of my... I don't know if I would say it's one of my favorite styles, but it it is an unusual style, and they're always fun. This is the 2022 version. This this style can be cellared, so you may run into, uh, you know, variants dating back at least 10 years uh, if taken care of. By that, I mean refrigerated. This beer can be cellared for quite some time. Really? So I'm going to let you know, this is going way out of my comfort zone because I am not a barley wine drinker. Usually when I drink it, it tastes like fermented fruit to me, or it's like kind of like this weird kind of reasony sweetness. Am I crazy way off? No, I might be completely wrong here. I mean, the the, the malt presentation is definitely uh, dark fruit, figs, raisin, ah. um, but certainly also caramelized, you know, you'll get that t- caramelized toffee. Uh, malt sweetness as well. So there's caramel toffee and dark fruit raisin uh, malt sweetness. And strong. And it's definitely uh, <laughs> on the higher higher end. I mean, it's this one is 9.6. I think um, most barley wines would fall in between 9 and 11 and a half, 9 and 12. Wow. Um, anything over 9 and a half, though, is usually when I feel comfortable cellaring a beer. Oh, okay. Um, 10 would be even better, but... Is not. there a reason for that? Well, the alcohol acts as an antimicrobial to begin with, and so once it gets to that level over 9, um, that typically means it can be cellared. Uh, well, okay, so what does cellaring do for a beer, though? Why would you cellar a beer? So the... Most of these are unfiltered, so there's it's still living, living, breathing beer. The yeast, when it runs out of fermentable sugar, will... Uh, continue to gobble up off flavors and and alcohols that you don't want. So that's why sometimes the boozy level will fall off. Not that the alcohol content's going away, it's it's not being decreased or increased. The alcohol content's going to stay the same. But the yeast will gobble up the alcohols that you don't want, which provide those alcohol burn or, or what you would call hot Right. And so uh, it gets better and better and better, um, especially if you see a beer that says bottle conditioned. That definitely uh, is purposefully adding yeast in at the last minute uh, so that it can do that. Now, this is does not not bottle conditioned. Right, because they, they put um, this out every year, right? You know, this is, so, um, I feel like this is a barley wine that's like this, not meant to be cellared. Maybe, a, I don't a, know. It is a yearly release, and so there are folks who have, you know, uh, saved saved one bottle from uh, from each each batch, and and over the over the years, you get a nice little collection. And we've cracked open several all in a row one night, and you get to see how it develops. Um, the key, though, I want to say with cellaring is you, if you put it in a dark 
pantry, on the floor, you know, uh, that'll be fine. Ideally, in a, in a, it should be in like 54 degrees, but not many people have a refrigerator or a system right. that allows for that. So, so I would just say, uh, you know, uh, the refrigerator is colder. It will slow down the maturation process. Okay. Um, yeah, I was a, just going to ask, like, the difference between, like, cellaring and so just like sticking it in the fridge. So, like, if it's in your fridge, fridge, it's, a, what, like, 39 degrees? Probably. And so, yeah. Unless, you're, unless you date Buddha and it's, like... <laughs> Even colder? Frozen. So, it extends <laughs> the the life of it. So, the colder you cellar it at, the longer you can cellar it. Um, the warmer you cellar it, there, it will speed up the maturation, it, but there is a cliff, you know, that kind of kind of I've noticed where it will fall off at some point and then you know so in general though I would say most beers if you just six to eight months big stouts things like this go ahead and drink it uh, so um, I think everyone's pretty familiar with Sierra Nevada Brewery or correct. at least if you're in the beer game you definitely are they're located in um, Chico California and it looks like they also have a something like a torpedo room I'm gonna say that's probably a tap room in Berkeley so it's like mid-Northern California, right? Yeah, I think, I'd I think, say they're kind of the, one of the founding fathers of the craft beer Yeah, for movement. sure. I want to say 72 is when they were kind of up and running, um, which was definitely one of the earliest. You know, Abita didn't open until 86. I think... You could go uh, in their history. I'm on their website right now. I think Sam Adams was somewhere in the early 80s. So, so Sierra Nevada was rocking it for a long time. Yeah, you're right. He started, so the, the guy who started it, Ken, he started home brewing in the 1960s. So, yeah, you are not kidding when so they say early, they've got a long name in the game. So uh, a barley wine confuses some people. Like when you, you hear wine, some folks not quite sure what's going on there. But uh, um, it is definitely... Barley uh, based, so it's not grape based. So uh-huh. the, the you know so the wine is just a a, a term here, um, really kind of relating more to the higher alcohol content because um, nine point six nine point six. You know, most wine is what ten to fifteen percent. <laughs> if it's not more than thirteen, it's not worth drinking. I'm just um, kidding. That's just a personal. Um, so again, uh, so barley wines are kind of unique. Now you you said it's not normally in your wheelhouse. No, not at all. Um, Let's crack it. Let's it's do it. it's got a little bit of both worlds though. Like like most right. people's palate will gravitate towards the multi sweet side of, of, right. of the, and then others like the hoppy bitter. So that's what I'm excited about because what does it say? It's like a barley this wine inspired. Is that what it says? Oh, barley wine style ale. It's, so it's a it's a it is. A, the style calls for that caramelized malt sweetness up front. Okay. And then it has a pretty healthy dose of uh, um, Sorry about that. of hops. So it that that hops acts as a bittering agent. It will balance some of that sweetness. Oh, that's a pretty color. Um, and yes, it pours this kind of golden caramel. I mean, a caramelized kind of. It's not quite mahogany, you know, Ooh. but you'll. It looks like an amber, an amber beer. Um, but you'll get the. The big bold aromas and flavors. You'll so you'll still get the the dark fruit aspects, but then you'll have that floral, piney, um, yeah, earthier malt. You know, uh, so it's like twig and branch kind of kind of piney. Um, so I would say that going into a beer, knowing this beforehand and smelling it, I smell all those flavors. Right, it's just simple. It's that does come in handy. I think a lot of beers yeah. can can be intimidating not knowing what in the world to expect. Right. And, and we also have a lot of beer fans who 
run into a friend, and the friend goes, oh, I drink Bud Light. And they're like, here, drink this Monster IPA. You're like, oh, man. And I don't think they do a good job of explaining what it's supposed to taste like. So that's not quite such a shock to the system when they do actually taste it. Yeah, not such a shock to the palate because, like, now I'm hoping that when we taste it, I have those, like, flavors. Because, again, I'm not a barley wine person. You know, when we do our bottle shares, someone inevitably opens up a couple of them. And I always, like, you know, I, I always try it. I like to do that. But, you know, this is what this is about is pushing our limits. I, Plus, it has Bigfoot on it, like Chewy. And so I want... Uh, I want you to know what it's supposed to taste like beforehand, again, so it's not a shock to the system, but you may not like it. You know, it's a style that, right. and this goes for almost every style. It doesn't mean you necessarily are supposed to like it, but I just want it to taste we'll do it. the way we kind of describe it. And feel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sniff on it a well, little I bit. Well, I smell all the sweetness. I smell like those things that I was talking about. It's like I think of raisins, I think of, but you're right, figs, things like that. Mm-hmm. But I do smell some hops, which is something I often find in Sierra Nevada beers. Like, that's why I like those beers. Kind of gravitates, clearly, because it's California beer. Seems and a little more West Coasty. And they're near where all the great hops in the U.S. are made. The upper sure. Northwest is kind of where 70% of all the hops are coming from. So I'm just still smelling on it, but it's got this... Uh, doesn't have a lot of uh, carbonation. It has a nice kind of thin... Um, I went for it. ...kind of uh, tan head... Um, but it definitely looks like it has a creamy, uh, creaminess to it. Uh, mm. This should be a great little balance. Let's give it, a, give it a try. You know, a couple years ago, I did a big backpacking trip for one of my girlfriend's 40th birthdays. We did the north, like we did not the Pacific Coast Trail, but we went up to like Eureka, California, and we did this like four-day backpacking excursion. It was so great. But I think someone had some Sierra Nevadas at the end of the trail at the, um, like, the house we were staying at. And let me tell you something. It was the best fucking beer I've ever had in my entire life. They as certainly know a, what they're doing. As not a barley wine drinker, these are the things I taste. It's sweet, but it, I do get a heavy hit of piney hops. Heavy, 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 heavy. It's the lingering flavor on the back of my tongue. Correct. And that, that's definitely what I'm getting. Now I don't hate it. it I don't hate there it. There is a smidge of like pine sap, you know, like that resin, sure. um, floral, but I don't find it aggressively bitter. Now that now I'm not the average customer. I right. kind of drink a lot of these things. I, w- and, I would say it was bitter. Um, like I would lean towards bitter for someone who doesn't but, drink beers like this. So that sweetness is cut pretty much right there, and, and, and as, it, as it finishes, it yes, you're left with that 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 pine hop resin but and then that leaves a dryness that kind of makes you want to have another sip yeah and it's not an over the top sweetness that I sometimes get with like a true barley wine where I'm like ah, I can't do this like that's that's the thing I think about like the barley wines that I don't like or and I know it's not mead but like you know when when our friends are always like try this mead I'm like it just tastes like honey like a weird alcoholic honey um I don't get this flavor with that it's a really subtle sweetness. I like it. Speaking of alcohol, like I don't find it to be have an alcohol burn. Um, no, considering no. nine point six, I think it could. It's not as dangerous of a beer because it's got a lot of flavor, so people aren't going to just sit there and pound it. Right. But if you taste it, I don't think you would expect it to have that high alcohol content. No, I agree with you. I um, I definitely see this as more of a if you are a seasonal beer drinker. This to me is a kind of a fallish beer. 
where the temperature is getting a little cool. It's still very refreshing. You were right. It keeps you wanting to come back for like another drink of beer, but it's not like, it's certainly not crispy. It's certainly not like a, you know, a Pilsner or an IPA where it's like very light and, or smooth or hazy or not all, you know, that kind of style. It's a, the maltiness though. I always associate like a malty beer with like more of a fallish winter beer. You're making that face at me. I know it's judgmental. <laughs> I get that a lot. I mean, and the marketing on beer is, is you know, drink dark beers in, in, in the winter and drink your light beers in the summer. And, and yeah, it I'm going to have some more. drives me nuts because air conditioning was created so you can drink stouts all year round. Well, at least in New Orleans. You don't stop liking multi-sweet stouts just because it's okay. hot outside. Now, granted, you may not want to sit next to the pool and drink a stout. True. I mean, Unless you're I've, Brian. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it on the beach. I've drank big stouts. But. Unless you're the hashtag beer boys at Insta, which are a group of men that we make fun of for taking pictures of beer like they're on, like they're going to post it to Instagram, but they don't. They have 2,000 pictures in their phone of all <laughs> of beer. Um, well, I'm going to go out and say that um, not as a... As someone who wants to try a barley wine or just, like, explore a different style of beer, um, I would not hesitate to recommend this to someone, knowing what I know about it now. Like, and having really sat down and tasted it, it's sweet. It's not over the top. It's got that great kind of West Coast um, hop flavor to it. So it's a good kind of friendship branch beer. Well, I was sitting here thinking about at the dinner table, so friendship, you know, sitting around with a bunch of friends, this is something that you could certainly, like, I do think, speaking of fall, though, you, a Thanksgiving dinner, this beer yes. on the table would yes. just, it would stand up to a lot of the big, the, the, Turkey, the items stuffing, all on your, on, your, on your Thanksgiving, but absolutely would work great. And it is a little bit of the best, best of both worlds, because you're getting a, a balance between the malt sweetness up front, the piney hot bitterness at the end. And there's no sharp edges whatsoever on this. From the front of the palate to the back of the palate, it is smooth. And I know that's a term sometimes that's smooth. frowned upon. Smooth. More so maybe in the All whiskey right, world. So thing. how many cheers? How many cheers do you give this? This is. I mean, this is a. <laughs> this has been around. This is a. It's tried, a tried, tried and true classic. So. Uh, you know, so uh, I, I think you're going to find some some barley. You know, anybody listening, you're going to find some barley wines around town. Um, I highly recommend trying them. Feel free to share them with a friend. You know, they they are big beers, and so drinking advice. one entirely by yourself Friendship is, beer. is not always necessary. You right. know, we like sharing beers, um, but if you're at home and you crack open this, it will certainly put a buzz uh, 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 and a smile on your face if you finish I've got a thing. smile on my face. You know, um, you know, that does kind of remind me, this does kind of remind me of that Anchor Steam Christmas Ale, now that you mention it, a little bit. They're not terribly different. Yeah. You know? um, and, you know, at 9.6 and a 12-ounce serving, it's about two full glasses of wine, you know, as far as alcohol content yeah. goes. Uh, so that kind of gives you an idea of... of so, um, Better eat not, with this beer, kids. There are not many many breweries doing barley wines though so it is something that 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 is not at least in this market is not right you know, well, readily why, available i guess that's why i kind of wanted to do it i was like peter mayu i was leaning towards like mo oh, something with a galaxy hop or like a galaxy theme but i was like that's all hazy ipas we just yeah. our very first episode was a hazy let's so, let's kind of so bigfoot was a good choice, and you, gotta, a good choice. you gotta you got the 
<laughs> than Mitch Hedberg a lot about. It's like, what is he? I don't think. Uh, I think the problem is is that Bigfoot is 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 fuzzy. He's 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 out. It's a big out of focus monster running around. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> but I love me some Chewbacca, and I think this was a good one to choose from. Oh, good. I, I think it's also a style that not everybody's massively familiar with. So, so give it a try, peeps. Um, it's good. Agreed. You know, especially if that's the palate you're, or if that's the way you're wanting to lean. But I, I would say it's great. And don't All forget right. about the celery aspect. Uh, this, by the way, was uh, can or bottled in December of 21. So we're drinking it a good five and a half months after bottling so it's within the normal shelf life that four to six months that a brewery would put on a beer but you'd want to keep but it in the fridge it, when you purchase it huh ideally yes yeah ideally yes well very good all right well so um wait, we just on. had some friends show up we have we have lovely friends <laughs> hello kids which means it's probably time for us to wrap up for the week well, I definitely uh, enjoyed this one. I'm looking forward to um, roaming a whole bunch of different styles. Uh, well, you get to choose next time. Excellent. This is fun. I agree. I agree. We'll, we'll probably go back to something local next week, maybe. I would and, love uh, to. Um, just to kind of highlight that type of stuff. But no, our again, local breweries suck. No, I'm just kidding. I love every again, single I one of them. I want to thank Jesse for uh, uh, putting, putting all the equipment and getting that all set up. Um, I want to pay it. Uh, I want to thank Patrick for tolerating me as a friend. Always a plus. Well, that's uh, not totally everybody different. have a great week. Cheers. Love you.